This podcast is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, and it's also proud to be from Texas. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is the WT, WT Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to BT. I am David. I'm Michael. What is going on, dude? Oh my goodness. Man, it's I don't know what to I don't know where to begin. I don't know. It's just been a it's been a crazy, crazy time. Um uh we kind of got into it a little bit last weekend about the Confederate memorials and stuff. Oh yeah. People down, but I've been involved with that going to some events and seeing what people are really like that don't want their participation trophies taken down and, you know, having a crowd of 50 guys with AR-15s standing around trying to intimidate people that are peacefully, uh, peacefully peacefully demonstrating, wanting to do it right way through the government, not tear it down. No one's, none of those people, this like people from four years old to 70 years old there, every color uh, person there and to see the way people act and the hate. It's, that's been dominant in my life or since the, ever since this whole thing started after George Floyd's death, that's been the all consuming thing in my household. Yeah. I'm going to be honest about it. It's hard to stay upbeat when there's so much going on. And, but so that being said, Dave, I have been a little bit negative about certain oh. things. Oh um, yeah. On the last few shows, I've been a little hard on Texas. Yeah. Um, in the South. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, it deserves there are great it. things about Texas. I love Texas. I love oh, America. Yeah. I love the South, but we you know part of being that is being mature and you know, okay, these things happen, but we're still great for lots of oh, things. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Name two. I bet off the top of your head, you probably know three to five things that are just wonderful about Texas. Well, definitely not the heat. I can tell you that much right now. Well, the heat God, is no, not wonderful no. about the, about Texas. Of the people, man. The people. Granted, granted, like we do have our differences. You know, like like what you were talking about with the memorials and stuff like that. Like we, you know, obviously, obviously, you and I see eye to eye on on those. Yeah, uh, but not everybody in the in the area in the region do. But the people are great. Uh, you know, yes. I always, I, you know, it's it always blows my mind because like, you know, one of the one of the reactions that I got whenever I was up in like say just Chicago because that was one of the yeah. most recent trips that I took was up in Chicago for celebration. Uh, whenever I was there, I'm the type of guy that whenever I'm walking down the street. Or walking through at work, if somebody is looking me in the eye as I'm walking up to them, or if they, I can see that they are looking at me, they are paying attention yeah. to me. As I approach them, I'm going to say howdy to them. I, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's my, that's my greeting. I can't help it. That's how I was, you know, that's, 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 I know even just the, even, to some people, just the term howdy is taboo to them. Like they just don't, they can't fathom it. They're like, what, what, what did you say? I said, well, I said howdy. They're like, well, what? I didn't think people actually use that. Yeah, we do. And not only that, but we actually greet people whenever they're staring at us in the face, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to acknowledge that you're there and not just 
blithely pass you by and not acknowledge your existence and stuff. And it's kind of funny, man, because like I would do that to people in Chicago and I actually got the reason why I knew that reply is because I actually got stopped like at least three or four times whenever just walking down the sidewalk and people would, excuse me, what did you say? Well, I said, howdy and just saying hi, you know, you were looking at me. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. What are you trying to, you trying to start something? And I gotta say, I gotta say, a lot of the people actually seemed to kind of enjoy it. Like they, they yeah. weren't like they weren't like put off by it or anything like that. They were more or less just like shocked, but like a pleasantly shocked type thing, oh, you yeah. know. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was, it was kind of, kind of nice. But of course, you do that down here, and people are just like, oh yeah, hi, hi, howdy, you know, blah 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 blah, you know, like this type of stuff. Next thing you know. You're caught in one of those conversations that I usually sit there and complain about having with people. And I want to, I want to run away or whatever, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, that's one man. You put me on the spot now. I'm like now I'm racking my no, brain. I'll give you. I'll throw out a couple of my favorite things about Texas: Water Burger, man. Oh and God, I didn't say yeah. Water Burger. Oh, I didn't yeah. say water burger. I said water yeah. burger. You said water burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even though it is, even though it is water burger, but everybody says it water burger. Like you, you throw in that R in there, you know? Uh, in fact, man, since you said that, I might have to have water burger tonight, dude, because that sounds pretty What's daggum good. What's your favorite good. thing to get from water burger? Dude, dude I'm, a, I'm a number two. Cheese, cheese and ketchup only on it, man. I'm pretty, yeah. pr- pretty basic whenever it comes to my water burger, dude. I, 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 I like, I, I, you know, don't church it up a lot, dude. I don't need less tomato, pickle, and onion. A lot. Of, well, I don't. I don't like tomatoes and onions, anyways, unless they're in like sauces and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I just I'm a I'm a cheese and ketchup only. What about yourself, dude? I uh, pretty much like you. There's every every once in a while, I'll throw a little bit of that bacon on there to go with. Yo, it. Oh yeah. But, uh, but that's I'm, another thing about like Texas. Another thing about great about Texas is. We've got a mix of everything because oh, yeah. a lot of people argue, well, Texas is, well, East Texas, you know, Southern. Yeah. And we have the great Hispanic Southwest and that's, that's influence what gets... on everything. And we got the best of both worlds, man. We got chicken fried steak over here. Oh, yeah. Mashed potatoes. And then we've yeah. got nachos originated here man i mean the best tex-mex in the world the best mexican oh, yeah. food in oh. the united states i'm I'm gonna say right here i know you can find it in texas unless you want to cross over actually into mexico i'm not gonna disagree with you on that yeah it's right then, here man but then you're gonna get the actual mexican food and not the tex-mex food that we're used to though you know that yes. that that's that's when you're gonna get lingua and stuff like that and i'm not in menudo oh, yeah. And I don't want to eat any menudo or, or lingua, to tell you the truth, man. Like, some people say that lingua is really, really good. I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat my anything's tongue, dude. My mother-in-law was raised um, in a Hispanic house, uh, household, and she loves it. I yeah. have not yet worked my way up to trying it, because I, yeah. I do go to the places that are just, like, strictly Mexican. It's not Tex-Mex. It's, like, Mexican food. Yeah. And I've learned that there's wonderful things. And a lot of times, even at Tex-Mex places, if you look for, like, there'll be, like, an authentic or uh, Tentico or something like that section. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where you, like, that's where you find the mole. That's where Masato. you find the mole at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mole. Oh, my God. Oh, oh dude. Chicken mole. You, God, man, you, man, you give me. Stuff. Yes, it is. Ooh. Do you like the dark mole barbecue. or do you like the do you like the light brown uh, the barbacoa? Dark. Oh, yeah, dark. Yeah, the barbacoa I'd, is the head meat. 
Yeah, I'll dig. I'll, I'll dig on some barbacoa, man. I'll dig on some barbacoa. Just you know, as long as it's one of those things where it's like I'm not eating anything's tongue, dude. This is not happening. I'm not eating anything's guts. It's not happening. You know. I haven't worked my way up to that either yet. No. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the, the yeah, dude, definitely, uh, definitely, in like what you said, man. Like, and, and it's and it and it's funny on how much the. uh the Hispanic culture has actually like ingrained itself in, you know, it, it will, I won't say ingrained it, but how much the Hispanic culture is actually in the Texas culture itself and how different it is just going someplace like just going up to Oklahoma and how much different it is that it's, they, they don't have the same, you know, there's, yeah. there's lots of words that I'll, I'll use whenever speaking with people and it's like things like, yeah, you know, I'll be talking about my house, and instead of saying house, I'll actually say casa. You know, I'm headed back to the casa yeah. real fast. I got to go do this, or I'm going to the baño instead of go- saying I'm going to the bathroom, or or you know, I refer to my mom and dad all the time as madre and padre, like all yeah, the time. Yeah. Refer to them as madre and padre, like all like so many blasted times, and it's not as prevalent outside of the state as what it is in other areas and like, or, or as what it is here, you know, I'm not saying other people in like, say like Oklahoma and, and, and Nebraska, well, Nebraska, I guess would be considered South. I don't know. Nebraska is kind of how is Nebraska considered South Southern. Oh God, no, no, no. Okay. North. Yeah. I was about to say, I knew it was, I think so. Like, well, I know I've driven through it before, but that's about it, dude. Uh, like, yeah, I know it's pretty far north, but maybe half of it. I don't know. Where's that Mason-Dixon no, line run? Nebraska's through? not south, man. Nebraska's well, definitely not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a map. You need pull a map. Up or anything we need like to get. A, we need to get a map for Echo Base. We do, man. I need. I need more room in Echo Base. I definitely need more room in Echo Base, man. Oh my goodness. I'll, I will get into that here in just a little bit. Right now, we're, I'm, I'm digging the topic that we're on. Uh. But yeah, you know, you were talking about the food and, and the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is the difference, the, the difference cultures that have actually made up the state that it is that we oh, know, man. you know, not only do we have the heavy Hispanic influences, but we also have the heavy native influences. We also have the heavy French influences. Uh, uh, what are the others? Native, native, Hispanic, French. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the six flags that have flown over Texas, man. Uh, I know Hispanic, but f- Spanish is, is, is kind of considered Hispanic. Uh, French, I already got that one because that's down around Galveston, down there in the, down there in the, the s- southeastern part. You know, I had a, I had a great uncle that, uh, Lived down there in, in, in the southeastern part there in like the Port A area, the Port Arthur. And he actually lived in, in Orange, Texas. And, uh, Orange is actually half of the city is actually in Texas and half of it's actually in Louisiana. I've never and been there. I've been near there, but I never have been there. It's, it's a really cool place, man. It's really neat. I, I remember they had this really cool little boardwalk thing that went out in the bayous and stuff like that and just kind of. Well, like, okay. The six flags are Spain. Okay. Spain France, and France. Mexico. Mexico. The Republic of Texas. Oh, okay. All right. All right. The Confederate States and the United States of America. Okay. And, Ooh. But you're talking about just culture. We, we're blending spot of, just like America is of everyone. I mean, oh, yeah. 
everyone, and that's everybody brings something good to the state, and that's what I love about it also. Oh, yeah, because um, even just and, going up there near you, you have the little German town and stuff like that, you know, and there's German, huge there's, German places. Yeah, Kolaches, man. I was going to say there's quite a few German areas in the state uh, that I can think of off the top of my head and even Czech places, you know, like West is one of Czech, those places. Czech and uh, German. Czechoslovakian. Yeah. Uh, German. They were here early on. They oh, yeah. Here, they, I mean, they definitely are Texans, and Texas, and they helped shape Texas. Um, oh, yeah. They were a big push against the secession the the german um immigrants especially they really 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 didn't see the point in it they didn't support slavery they didn't see the point in leaving the civil war i mean yeah. leaving the, the 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 union and all that so yeah they had a big influence um i of course can't leave out the african-american influence i mean oh yeah i mean the, the their their food contributions are pretty much the food of the south is from them Oh yeah! Oh god, yeah! Like the, uh, the what? What other areas? What, what always gets me is like whenever you go into other areas, like up in, like even I'll I'll refer back to Chicago. Whenever you go up there, they refer to it as soul food and stuff like that. I just like to yeah. think of it as just like good cooking, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, like like you yeah. talking about you talking about some red beans and ham and some collard greens cooked with bacon and stuff like that. You oh, know, god, I'm, I'm like oh, I'm like dude. All right, yeah, okay, that sounds. So, you know, collard greens and mustard greens, and you throw a big old chunk of salt pork in there with it to flavor it all up, man. Like, you're talking good business there now, man. But yeah, it, it is, it is kind of funny, but because that's just so latent down here that you don't really kind of think of it as, as a, uh, as, as, I, I don't know, man. Like, and just maybe frying the food in general. Because, like, yeah, I know, like, I, yeah. and that could, that's actually a little bit of influence from, from, uh, native as well, because they had the fry bread and stuff like that, you know, I, or at least I'm assuming that it is. So I don't know. I could be completely wrong on that, but you know, it's, it's, it's all a bunch of, it's all just really interesting and all like that type of good stuff. But yeah, I'm right there with you. We have been kind of, kind of hard on it here lately, but it, it's, you know, it deserves it. Sometimes you got to get slapped on the Sometimes wrist every is, once in a while. But I will say this also: I, there, most people, there are some people though that are pretty close-minded. But for the most part, there's not a person that I know personally that I know. We have maybe some pretty diverse opinions on lots of different things. I mean, I'm a, like an onion. You peel me. Yeah, I'm I for this. Yes, but I'm also. Yeah. For this, it's like you can't pigeon on. Like you can't say just because I'm for. And I don't know how many people told me the other day that I'm going to hell because I thought this statue needs taken down. I'm like, how, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I'm like, how dare you yeah. say that? Because you don't know me any more than I know you. Um, but I can tell by your attitude and the way you're yelling at me and saying all these awful words at me that you got some real anger issues. So, yeah. but for the most part, I can I have and I will have discussions about uh, my feelings about things because I'm open minded. Yeah, and I can sit down and talk to people and have a conversation. Now we might not leave that conversation seeing eye to eye, but we'll leave each other with a little respect and saying, seeing that we're we're human beings that we're talking to. We're not this thing that you see on uh, the social media. And the, I'm not a snowflake. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm I'm a human <laughs> being with a brain. Um, yeah. And whereas when I was maybe 16 years old, I would have said, I don't see the reason why some of these things are wrong. But uh, as a person should do, I've matured 
in my life and I see how this is definitely, these things are definitely wrong, you know, bring me up something else and I might have a different opinion about it. But, yeah. uh, I, I, you can talk to people some, yeah. um, then there's a, then there's a whole other whole group that I don't want to get into that. It's not, I, I can't I want to talk to them <laughs> for, for the most part. If they're anywhere, if they're, if they're somewhat got any sense to them, you can, even if you disagree, I can, you can talk, you know, I love yeah. the, I do love the, the, all the different people. Um, but one more thing, another thing about, we just hit one big thing, the food. I'll just say three names. The four names, Willie Nelson, Janice yep. Joplin, Pantera, yep. and Beyonce. Ah, there you Texas. go. Texas. I mean, All then Texas. I could just go on and on and on because we oh, yeah. have in the past, but great music, great culture. Um, oh, a lot, yeah. A lot of cool stuff coming out. And I didn't even hit, you know, you go down to Houston, the rap scene down there, they've made their own. Kind oh of yeah, out of Houston. Um, well, I was I was I was going to say SPM South Park Mexican. He's yeah. he's out of Houston. Oh, yeah. I, I will I will go with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, Buddy Holly, yeah. and Pat Boone. Oh yeah, forget about Pat Boone. Yeah, Pat Boone. Yeah, or or we could also go. Uh, we could go. Uh, Selena. Um, we could go Selena. We could go. Uh, Crap! I'm, I'm, Van Cleaver, uh, the great piano player. Yes, yeah, Van Cleaver, because I don't. I sounds weird when I say pianist, so I just say piano. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't exactly. Feel right, saying that. <laughs> I, I like to say pianist because uh, then then it can't be misconstrued. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Van Cleaver, uh, crap. There's, uh, dude. I, I totally am blanking. Uh, I I can see their faces. Um. I said, Buddy Holly earlier. How about uh, uh, Roy Orbison? Uh, yeah, Waylon Jennings, Roy Orbison, uh, Ricky Nelson. I think he was from this area as well. Uh, you got the they got the Valen Ericks. Yeah, the Von Ericks. Oh God, yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. If that's the case, man. If we're gonna pull out some sports guys, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, who who just signed a record breaking contract in the NFL just recently. Uh, Lance Armstrong. I know he's a pretty controversial name, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, he made his mark though. Um, oh, oh, Lord, yes. Despite the yeah. controversy, and then you, you know, as far as like culture goes, you've got uh, I mean, in Fort Worth, you've got the beautiful Bass Hall, and then a few blocks away, there's oh, the man. stockyards and Billy Bob's. Um, I was just, I was just talking about, I was just talking last night about you and my, you know, you're in my trip to uh. Bass Hall and our our little Indiana Jones outing that we went to that night, man, and how beautiful that Bass Hall was actually beautiful. was. Oh my god! I'm not goodness. gonna lie, I was a little intimidated because I've never been to anything that nice before. Yeah, no, that's kind of the same here. That was that was the first time I've ever been in a place that nice to where you walk in and everything is marble, like yeah. it's just like marble everywhere. And I was just like, holy crap! And then you walk into the main auditorium and the bit, oh, it was just absolutely. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to go back. I, w- I want them to do another one of those. Uh, you know, I don't care what movie it is. I, I think they're actually doing Back to the Future. They're supposed to do Back to the Future, uh, s- early next year. I think is what it is. <clears throat> but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still staying away from, uh, all sorts of crowds and things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to, uh, Get into the crowds and stuff like that. I'm still kind of staying away from that. And of course, you know, as we know, the celebration got canceled, 
Uh, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, yeah. a lot of people are saying postponed. I'm just going out and right calling it canceled because it got pushed back all the way to 2022. It's in the same place, uh, roughly the same time frame because it's going to be in August, but it's, it got pushed back not just one year, but two years. So I'm saying it got canceled and rescheduled. Uh, so I've, I've now got to deal with the whole thing of, rescheduling a bunch of disney stuff and seeing if i can get refunds and stuff like that uh i, that, I do know that, that I, i'm feeling for you because i had to go through that over spring break and oh, a lot yeah. of it got resolved but i'm still some of it's not and i'm just a lot i had to eat a lot of it lost a lot yeah. of stuff but you know it's, we're just... in a really weird world man we are, man. And you know, that was one of the reasons why I booked a first class ticket is so that way I could, well, I wanted to book first class because I, I, I had the money to do it. It wasn't that much more expensive than a regular, uh, upper, I'd say upper class ticket, but whenever you do like, you know, you and I are both tall dudes. And for us to squeeze into a regular, uh, seat on an airplane, especially if you get us in the middle somewhere, then we've got to do some serious folding to get our, our legs and our body like wedged into that tiny little area. And that's not a very comfortable ride. Even if it's just for say three hours or four hours, it's not a fun thing to do. No. And so, so I was like, you know, I always pay for the seat upgrade. And by the time I would have paid for all the seat upgrades and all like this type of stuff, if I added an extra hundred dollars to it, then I could book first class. So I booked first class for my flight out to, uh, to California and, uh, you know, it's, it's just like, now I've got to go through well, the, the good thing about booking first class is there's no flight changing fee. Now, I don't know how many times they'll let me change that flight because if I can change it, I'll just change it back, you know, six months and then change it back six months and then change it back six months until it gets to 2022. And then Bob's your uncle. I'm good to go. You know, let's take off and head out to celebration Anaheim 2022 as far as, you know, as long as I'm still alive and kicking and hadn't been, you know, taken by something else, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, which, which that's the plan. <laughs> plan on bringing still up your flight. Remind me, um, before we end this to bring up, I wanted to talk, talk, bring up a couple of movies I've watched recently and one of oh, them okay. flying. And I don't know if I'm getting on a plane after watching this oh. movie. It scared <laughs> the bejesus out of me. I'm not lying, man. It scared right. me too. I was so nervous from the very beginning of it that, uh, Oh um, really? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, I over. I have a tendency to overreact, so you can call. Oh me well, down. yeah, dude. I do too, man. And like, I'm I'm probably not the best person to like calm you down because uh, you know I I built that stuff for a really long time, and they used to show us. I like to call it. They used to show us what I like to call the scare video to make you build your stuff properly, and so that oh, way you wouldn't yeah. have to worry about that stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's not pressure. fun. Yeah. Oh, Lord, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because what they used to always tell us is that, you know, whenever you're driving in your car and something breaks down, you can pull over to the side of the road and you're good. You know, you just take care of it. You call a tow truck. You get somebody to come pick you up. But, you know, you're done. If you're flying in an airplane, it's 36,000 feet and something breaks down. You don't have the opportunity to pull over to the side of the road. You fall out of the sky and just about everybody dies. And so it's like, oh yeah, awesome, thanks, I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> like thanks for telling us that. Now I'm, I'm not going to be paranoid at all now. No, no. Oh yeah. And for the longest, it made me just absolutely terrified to fly. But now I've done. Now I've flown enough that it's. I won't say it's like second nature, and I have no worries like just getting on an airplane. But I do get kind of worried 
every time I walk down that jetway and I go to actually step onto the airplane, I always look right there around the door. You know, because that little tube that you walk down the jetway yeah. that you walk down going on, you know, it's it's all right up against the door. And so you, I always look at the skin of the airplane right there around the door, and I look at yeah. the rivets to make sure the rivets are good and stuff. Kind of like a little quick inspection of that area just to make sure that everything's like up to par and up the spec and stuff like that and that's what's that's the <laughs> that's the Man, that's the bad thing about being <laughs> being involved I, in the I, aviation industry like you're gonna look at that type heard of, stuff. of have you heard of ryan air they ryan are, air they're over in europe um basically they're one of those little outfits that if you wanted to jump on a on a plane in and london airport um and fly to ireland or or up up into scotland or jump over to paris they offer yeah. you like really cheap tickets to do oh this. okay yeah. i had the opportunity once several years back to to fly uh to ireland from from england and it cost yeah. me 60 bucks oh wow for That's the entire not bad at all. for the entire trip <clears throat> to go from ireland i mean so from london to Ireland, to Scotland, and then back. Yeah, that was that was landing, taking off and landing, and then take off and landing again. That all it cost me was sixty bucks. Dude, that's, that's how, not bad at all. Holy crap! Affordable. And it's not yeah. a long flight though, because it's, it's very. I mean, once you get up, by the time you get to your altitude, you're coming back down because it's oh yeah small. But, but you have to, just looking out the window at the rivets of the planes. <laughs> these planes <laughs> were these were not. I don't know how to date them, but they were decades and decades old. They were old. Yeah. And that's probably oh, another yeah. reason they're able to keep their costs down because um they probably didn't invest as much as some of the big airlines do into the more new big giant yeah. airplanes. Well, and it's it, here's how you can kind of date them. Now, they do have some newer models of these, but the 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 older stuff like if it's a Boeing and it's a 707 a 727, a 747, and a 737. There's a good chance they're going to be old. Now they do make they they make a lot of 737s. They've they've upgraded and updated and done all sorts of stuff to that airplane. That there are so many different models of that airplane because it's one of the most wise, widely used airplanes that there is. In fact, that's almost all of what Southwest Airlines' fleet was until they had that issue with the 737 Max eight. Yeah. Uh, so, so those, those, those airplanes with the lower numbers, anything with the lower number, it's going to be the older stuff. The, mm-hmm. the 767, the, the 777 and the 787 are all your newer stuff. Like, in fact, the 787 is their like brand spanking new, still shiny, still sparkly. They've only been making those for like the past, <clears throat> They've been they they've been making those for like the past twelve years because that program had just started up whenever I started to work uh back at the place that I work out now. I'm not gonna give out the name just so that way there's no issues or anything like that, you know. Yeah. Place where I work at now builds a part that goes in those. And whenever I'd first started there, they had just got the contract and got the program in and were building these boxes to go inside the 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 seven eighty seven. And it was like, I think maybe two, three years after the program started up that the actual first one took its test flight and they started delivering airplanes to the customers and stuff like that. So it's still fairly new, even though it's, 
you know, 10 years old or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like the Airbus A380. Now, whenever it comes to Airbus, I don't know that much more, much about it. I know I don't like flying on Airbuses because they're loud, like so loud, man. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of Airbus at all. Like it's, they're yeah. so loud and just, they just seem cheap whenever you're in them. The Boeing stuff is where it's at. But then again, Boeing, you know, as we know from the news, they do a lot of shady and cut a lot of corners and all like this type of good stuff. So it is, you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. With, 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 with that stuff, but you know, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I didn't realize that they had a flight that could, you know, air, you know, airlines that would do that. Now it's, it's, I'm like, well, crap, dude. Like even flying Southwest somewhere around here, it's not that cheap. You know, <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. No. I guess it probably would. I guess it would probably be kind of cheap if say you were flying from here to like El Paso. It wouldn't cost you too much. But like if you're flying from here to, uh, uh, say Seattle or, or New York or, or Maine yeah. or something like that, it would probably be rather expensive. Uh, because even though Southwest has their gotta get away things or whatever, yeah. they always like overcharge you for your return flights. What I've yeah. noticed on that stuff. Well, I, I mean, I might have found a really good deal, but it was ridiculous. I, and then I'm pretty sure my daughter flew free at an extreme discount. So she almost really, came, it was, I'm not going to say free, but it was almost negligible what they charged for her. And now this is several years ago and I don't know. I've heard they had some problems um, as a company, so I don't even know if they actually still exist or not. Yeah. But that was a really, that was fun. But the, I, my reason to bring it up is those planes, I could tell from the seats to the interior to everything. I mean, you had ashtrays. You're old. <laughs> <laughs> you got ashtrays there. It's it's an old plane, man. Yeah, that would uh, that would scare me if I got on there and there was ashtrays in the no, seat. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw places where there's supposed to be rivets that were just regular screws. I'm not saying that's a fact. <laughs> I'm saying I thought I saw this. It made me a little. Uh, I was a little nervous. But it was all good. As long as you didn't see a piece of bubble gum, you're you're good. No, you know they actually have tape. You know you know they actually have tape. Like there's there's a certified tape that can go on the exterior skin of an airplane that they, it's like hundred mile an hour tape or whatever. It's supposed to be good to up like like certain speeds or whatnot. It's supposed to be able really? to like hold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to fly on an airplane that's got tape on the exterior skin of it, but they do have it. No, yeah. No. Well, I distract you, but celebration. You're come to terms with the fact that it's just not going to happen. Oh yeah, but, it's it's. But just you not have happen. had it's, some things happening at Echo Base. Oh, dude, I've had so much stuff come in. It's been stupid. Uh, like, oh, what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I, Steven, uh, was generous and he let us, let me, let me have the table back. So I've got the table moved back in here. But until that point, uh, there was just so much crap all over the floor. And in fact, I'm sitting here looking at, let's see here. We've got one, two, I'll, I'll count them real fast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, protector cases, like sitting here with figures in them from the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. And then I've got one, two, three things that aren't in protector cases that I can't put in protector cases because they don't really go in there. Uh, and technically one box is a box of two, but everything, everything, whenever I'd say a number, everything is, is, is a duplicate because that's how my thing is, is because everything's got to be in twos, you know? Uh, and so <laughs> over the past couple of weeks, that's how many like shipments slash boxes I've had come to the house is at least 11. 
And then, oh my goodness. And there's still some more in, in, in the living room because out of those 11 packages that came, I ordered protector sleeves for certain things and all like this type of good stuff. I get my stuff. I get these, uh, they're, they're from figure shield and they're just what they like to call the clamshells. They kind of open up like a clam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> they they call them clamshells, and these that I get from Figure Shield are actually UV protectant, so I don't have to worry about you know light yellowing the bubbles or anything like that. They're kind of oh, they've got yeah they've got kind of a frosted thing to them, but it's it's actually good for it. But you can still see the figures like clearly and stuff. And then I'm I got all those from my 40th anniversary figures that come in on cards, and it's you know that retro style card of like what you've seen plenty of times that are behind you here at Echo Base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but now they've done that for the Empire Strikes Back, so they're on the Empire Strikes Back card. And then uh I got some uh, protectors just for the regular figures, the regular boxes and stuff like that. So I had a shipment of that come in. <sighs> and then uh, I've also been doing other things where I, I, I well, I sent y'all the, the thing that I pre-ordered the other day that blasted Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. 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 Which that's a, that, that that's gonna be a yeah. nice piece to add to one of your shells. Oh yeah, yeah. That Darth Vader. It's a it's a Hot Toys made by Hot Toys, so it's super super uh, detailed, super articulated. And one of the re- the, the way they lured me in was 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back, and they've got a yeah. I think they've got a. I'm pretty sure they've got a Bespin Luke on the way that I'm gonna have to order because it's Luke, and if you can't have Bespin Luke without Darth Vader, so. I had to order the Darth Vader, and then uh, I got my uh, I've, I got my uh, uh, oh crap, what do they call it? It's the Hasbro. Uh, uh, it's kind of like eight inch figure. I'll look it up real fast. So I'm gonna try to kind of drone on just here real quick while I'm talking about it. It's the Hasbro. It's it's the Vader that I have as well. And uh, it's it's but this is the Luke figure, and I can't think of this blasted line that they call it. And it's, it's kind of rubbery. It's really neat. It's a little bit bigger than the Black Series figures. <clears throat> um, Hyper Real is what they call it. The Hyper Real Luke Skywalker. I finally got that in. Uh, it's pretty, pretty stinking cool. I just, now I've got to find a place that I can set that and set my Hyper Real Darth Vader because they've got, sta- uh, the stands are, uh, can interlock with one another. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, set those dudes up somewhere. I don't know where the devil I'm going to set them up right now. I don't know where the devil I'm going to set up these, uh, empire strikes back clamshell figures that are the ones that I've got in the clamshells, because I'm going to have to, the only thing I can think of is I'm going to have to take down the, uh, I'm going to have to take down the TV. I'm going to have to take down the TV. Like the idea was to hang the TV and get a VCR. So that way we could play, uh, the VCR tapes, the VHS tapes of Star Wars, you know, maybe while we were recording or something like yeah. that. But it's, I just, it's just taking up too much valuable wall space, you know, in here. So I'm, I'm going to have to take that down, I guess. And, uh, so that way I have that wall space up there so that I can hang these figures up with. And plus I can maybe possibly put up another shelf in there and, you know, kind of, <clears throat> kind of spread out just a little, little, wee little bit. Uh, so got all that. I also uh, ordered a Boba Fett from Hot Toys as well. 
because they got me with the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back yeah. with all that crap because it's it's painted and decorated like the Kenner version. So not only did you get me with the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back, but you got me with the uh, vintage action figure. Yeah. So you've got yeah you so you've got a super detailed Boba Fett uh, with all these awesome accessories and stuff like that. And you slap 40th anniversary of Star Wars on it, and you paint him just like the old school Kenner figure, and you you're hitting all my my buttons to get me in the soft spots, you know. And so I'm like, oh, I gotta have that now. Now, correct and me if I'm wrong. If you've seen this, I read I skimmed through a news article saying apparently there are like a handful, maybe 400 theaters showing the Empire. Strikes the back Empire now. Strikes Back, yeah, and it's and actually it was like the, leading the box office. Um, it's the number the, one. Yeah, that's yeah. A pretty. I mean, it's the circumstances are kind of weird, but it might have been uh, the leading the box office in normal times. I was, just, yeah. I know I would have wanted to go. Yeah, I think they said it's twenty three years after it had been since the last time it was in theaters. It's uh, now number one at the theaters again this 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 weekend. With a gross total, the the thing I saw yesterday was one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, yeah, yeah that's wow. The, that's what it takes to lead in the box office." Yeah, yeah, that's what it takes to lead in the box office right now. Yeah, no, that's 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 funny you bring that up because I was actually reading that article last night about that about how Empire Strikes Back, and so I immediately like jumped online. I was like, "What Empire Strikes Back? There's they're playing that at places. I need to go see this. I don't really necessarily want to go sit in a movie theater right now." But like, if there's a drive-in or a pop-up drive-in anywhere around here that I could go watch it, that would be awesome. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I know there's a drive-in in Fort Worth, and there's one uh, in South Dallas, but I don't think there's anything closer than that to us. But other than that, dude, I'd love to, man. That would be freaking awesome. Like, holy guacamole, dude! I I would like to just go to a drive-in because I never got the experience going to a drive-in. I know Carlsbad, right. New Mexico has an awesome drive-in. Oh, really? A drive. <laughs> that's a bit of a yeah, drive. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit too it. far to go see. Yeah, I mean, if Empire Stri- if they were doing a triple feature of A New Hope, oh, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, I would say, come on, Mike, let's do this, man. We got this, Michael. Let's do this. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And I, I would I would jump in the truck with you, and we would drive for the 12 hours or however long it takes to get to Carlsbad, New Mexico, and go check that out. But... Other than that, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if no. I would do it. Uh, no. But I'm going to have to look that up. I meant to look that I've been meaning to look that up all day long to see if I could see it, find if it was playing somewhere around here or whatever. But man, I've been, I've been aching to just go to a movie theater, man. I know it's, it's totally stupid right now, but I just, I miss going to the movie theater. I miss that whole experience of doing that, man. I don't know. Like, just, yeah. It's something I, 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 it's rare that it's only on a special occasion that I usually, I get to, I used to, I used to pretty much live in the movie theaters. You bet, you know, back in the day, we just went to the oh, yeah. all the time. I was um, going to say, you and I used to go like almost every weekend, it seemed like back in the much, day. Pretty much. And, uh, just that weird, just the feeling of being in a theater I, made me feel like I did when I always makes me feel like I'm a little kid again. When oh I yeah. I just walked in and saw, you know, Raiders or the Lost Ark or Star Wars. It's like, oh, dude. this is a place of magic. This is a place of, this is like a cathedral. This is yeah. where something special and supernatural can happen. 
Um, oh yeah. Or it could, or it could be Ace Ventura. You know, it could. It's the whole gamut of anything could happen here. You know, what I was, what, what I liked, what I like. Yeah, what I like to relate it to is the old day of whenever uh, tribes and things like that used to gather around the fire and listen to the elders tell their stories of the days yeah. gone by. That's what the movie theater is now. To me, that's what the movie theater is. And technically, you could even look at the projection as the uh, you know the the story that's being projected as the light from the campfire and yeah. the sound coming through the speakers as the narrator telling the story. And all like that, man. Like it's it's that's that's kind of how I relate uh, uh, movie theaters, and that's I think that's kind of one of the reasons. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I like them so much because I've kind of related to, to that way for a really long time. You know, like, you know how that's way tribes would hand down their their lore and their their history and their stories. You know, about gathering everybody around the fire and having their story time or or, or yeah. whatever. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I've always and you know it's, it was funny because it was just I think it was just Friday I was off on Friday because I had a uh, had a uh, uh, had a district meeting to go to for the union and so I was off on Friday and I was doing something and and uh, uh, I was doing something in the kitchen and I turn and I look. And Rogue One was on TBS. So I sat there and watched oh, Rogue yeah. One on TBS. And I was sitting there going like, man, I'd really miss like having a Star Wars movie coming out every year and, and, and getting the, getting the gang back together and going and checking out a movie like the old days, whenever me and you and Steven would go check out movies all the time or, or you and I, cause you and I went a lot back in the day. Yeah. Like yeah. I still remember how, I still remember how the ticket sales guy looked weird at us whenever we went and watched Birdcage together <laughs> way back, way yeah, back yeah. whenever that was in movie theaters. That was, it was a, a great movie. freaking movie. Oh God. I love movie. that movie. Oh, I love that movie. With uh, Nathan, uh, what's his name? Nathan, I can't think of his last name. Nathan, what? Uh, you got I Robin Williams is in it. That's all I can remember. Yeah, Robin Williams is in it, and, and Nathan, whatever. He plays the he plays the voice of, of Timon and 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 the Lion King. But that's beside the point. Yeah, it's a great freaking great movie, Birdcage. I might have to watch that tonight. I'm going to watch Greyhound again tonight as well. But I'm well, going to yeah, watch Birdcage. I'm going to have to. You're going to have to tell me about this. Oh my gosh. So hold on. Let's before I've been talking for a long time. So why don't you get into the movies that you've watched here recently and then I'll talk about Greyhound for a little bit. Yeah, we can finish out with Greyhound cuz I've been yeah. seeing I saw what you posted about it uh with to me and Steven and I've seen a little bit. I've tried not to I've tried not to you know dig into it cuz I, when I see it I want to be pretty so I I know what it's about. So you can talk about the movie, but I'm like anyhow. Oh yeah. The movie about the airplane. I was listening to. Well, this is going to bring up two movies. Okay. One I really regret renting, and the one I'm not. I don't regret renting. I was listening to <laughs> Nick and Martin on Nerdy Legion, and they were talking. About, Nick was talking about um, that King of Staten Island movie. That's you can rent. Okay. It's um. It's um. The guy from uh, Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Right? Yeah, yeah. Some I've been wanting to him, see that. Hate him. Well, yeah. okay, right. To watch it on through at least through Amazon, it costs twenty bucks, right? I no, I don't yeah. want to see it that bad. But I had my wife who wanted to see it. My daughter wanted to see it. My sister in law who really wanted to see it. Her daughter, and then I think my mother in law was here. All I had a house full. Holy crap, dude. No, I don't know if the mother-in-law was here or not. It doesn't matter. I still had enough people, and they were like, hey, 
it's twenty dollars. Do you mind? And I'm like, no, if, if all all want to watch the movie, I'll. It's fine if it makes yeah. everybody happy. I didn't get to finish it. Really? Because that was on the Fourth of July weekend, and yeah, watching the movie with this book is very very frustrating because it's like you have to. I had to pause it between. I got to within 20, 30 minutes of the end of the movie, and we finally just had to shut it off for the night because I had to pause it like 15, I'm not, and this is not an exaggeration, I had to pause it like 15 times from, within five minutes we had to pause it for something because somebody had to do something, and then one second my sister-in-law comes in and attacks my my wife, and they start wrestling and fighting for a spot on the couch, and, and then yeah. next thing you know, two-thirds of them are asleep on the couch. <laughs> and, I'm like, and then the internet was completely crapped out on me and i'm like a god oh. doesn't want me to see I, I enjoyed the heck out of it i think i would have liked to love it more having just get to sit and watch through the whole thing i'm pretty yeah. much think i know how it ends but oh yeah it's available i'll watch it i will watch it probably just to see the ending bill burr's pretty cool in it. marissa tomei's great in it um yeah, it's, it's a decent movie. So I mean, but I, I really regretted paying the twenty bucks because I mean, if I'm paying twenty, I want to see the I want to see the whole movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But then another movie they I don't remember who brought it up. Um, it was uh, Have you seen this? It's on Amazon. Doesn't cost anything to watch because if you're a Prime member, and now it's not Flight seventy five hundred. It's just a film called seventy five hundred, and that okay. stars Joseph Gordon Levitt. Hmm. Okay. Now, yeah. It's a, he's the, he is the first officer on a flight from Berlin to Paris. I mean, he's actually being the pilot on the night the movie's made. The entire movie is, it begins with nothing but footage from the security cameras in an airport. And you see certain, you start seeing people doing certain things. You start catching on. Well, something seems a little weird here. And then the, they, you, you get into the, you get into the you, you walk with the camera into the cockpit and you're Justin Gordon Levitt sitting down. His name's Tobias in the movie, so Tobias sits down and he starts going through. And you follow them the entire movie. Ninety nine percent of it is in the cockpit of this plane. Oh wow! Okay, and you know you know how small they are, but they, they oh, yeah. did a, such a good job of. I my the suspense was such, such a high. I mean, I, I actually had to pause it a couple of times just to catch my breath because I didn't want to see what was about to happen. Um, basically, it's about a hijacking um, yeah. and how this guy has to deal with it. And 7500 is, I guess, the code for a hijacking that because he issued that pretty soon after. And the reason that made me so nervous is I know airline security has gotten a lot better. I know oh, yeah. the efforts they have is ridiculous. But... It's like the person that wrote this movie, and it's a screenplay by a guy. I don't know who this is, Patrick Volrath or Volrath. It's uh, it's like, okay, what if somebody were to try to do a terrorist hijacking? What can they still get away with? And that's that's basically where it goes. I'm not going to spoil it. It's I, oh, wow. I highly recommend it. Um, okay. I love Joe, Joe, uh, Gordon Levitt anyhow. And oh, yeah, I do too. He, he's in. He's one of those movies that, oh, <clears throat> he's in it? I, I might need to check that out. Um, oh, yeah. I loved that. Um, good movie. Tough movie. Tough to watch, though. I mean, it's, I mean, it's got some... It's got... I mean, he's in a tough spot because he's not allowed... He's not supposed to open that door 
Oh yeah. Of the cockpit. And there are some things, some threats being made and he, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get into it too much. It's a really, really tough movie. Um, okay. Watch that. And today, uh, we watched a, a really weird movie called Barium. <laughs> and it oh. stars, um, Jesse Eisenberg and a lady that I'm not familiar with named, uh, Imogene Poots. They're I don't know. A I couple looking for a house. I yeah. think they, I think they live in England at the, I think that's where they live. Um, and just watch the, watch the trailer because they're looking for a house. So they go to this estate agent and he takes them to this new neighborhood that's being constructed and they're selling places right then. It's like, get in now while it's still affordable. And then it ends up being a maze that they can never get out of. Oh, wow. It is insane. Literally one of the, one of the craziest plots I've ever seen. And then there's some really, uh, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but you see this in the trailer. They are delivered a box the first, I think the first night they're there and it's a baby boy and says, yeah. raise this boy, raise this child and you can leave. Holy crap. And it's just weird, man. I don't want to, everything looks, every house looks the same. And literally, they drive around until the car runs out. They had a full tank of gas, I think, and they drive around until the gas just runs out, and they can't get out of the neighborhood. Really? There's no one. There's and, no one else there. And is it's called Vivarium or Vivarium? Like B I or V I? V as in oh. Victor. Okay. I, okay. V as in Victor Arium. Okay. That's how I All spell right, cool. things. I just do three letters <clears throat> and I just finish out saying it. But <laughs> it sounds good to me. It's cool, man. It's a weird. I mean, I don't mind weird. It is. A, yeah. It's very, very strange. Sounds uh, interesting. Sounds pretty neat, actually. And before you tell me about Greyhound, I also watched Hamilton. What? Week. What? Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, I tried. I tried with Hamilton. Couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. It's, I, I loved I, it. I, I enjoyed it because. I didn't, I lived with it since it came out. My youngest daughter, my, my, my oldest daughter was obsessed with it. Um, she yeah. actually gets, got to go see it in Dallas, I think with a friend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was impressed at how they pull it up. I still don't understand how it was successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Like I, I dug the music in it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I, I dig like the old movies with the big, huge dance number productions and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. I just, it's just, man, with, with something like that to where everything, no matter what is being sung and it just gets on my nerves after a while. And it's not that I didn't like it. I was enjoying it, but I can't watch the whole thing all at once. So I've started Hamilton. Much. It's just it's too much long. for me to take all. Yeah. It's just too much for me to take all in one setting. So I started it, and I'll, I'll go back and I'll finish it. I dig that it's not your traditional, like, musical, as in, like, it's being like, oh, what is this? But they're, like, kind of, like, doing, like, a rapping type thing or whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. And so so that's that's actually kind of cool. I, I like that they kind of got away from the old the old school traditional, like, musical with the big crazy numbers and stuff like that. I mean, there's still like the big crazy numbers, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more of a, uh, a hip hop or a rap style instead of doing a, 
uh, you know, Phantom of the Opera type thing or whatever, you know. And I, yeah. I and and I even love the Phantom of the Opera, so that's the reason why I went to that one or whatever. And I've actually actually have gone to see musicals in theaters before, theaters before, you know, and just. Yeah, you know, it's it's not necessarily always my cup of tea, but certain things I will go to see because I really dig them and stuff, you know. But that's that's I'll get I'll get around and I'll wind up finishing it. I'll watch wind up watching it at some point in time. But it's for me to sit and watch the entire thing all at once is 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 kind of a a a force on myself to where it's like oh, I can yeah. only take so much for so long. So. But man, Greyhound, like it sounded like I, I'm definitely gonna have to check out Vivarium. I'm definitely gonna have to check out the 7500, and I I, I really want to check out the 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 all oh, the I can't King, think of the, uh, the Davidson King of yeah. Staten Island. Yeah, King it's of funny, Staten Island. It's funny. I I, mean, I want to. I've been wanting to check it out. It's just I'm I'll wait. You know I I'll wait till it's you know a little bit cheaper to rent. Like I yeah. get it. I. You know, movies that they are putting out that should be in theaters right now that they're putting out for, to rent. I understand that they're paying twenty dollars for them because a lot of people are going to be watching them for more than more than just by themselves. You know, and, and yeah. you know, going going to a movie, you're going to spend more than twenty dollars usually. More than likely, like I myself, I usually go to the movie. I'll get my drink and I'll get my ticket. I can easily go to the movie for under twenty bucks, but most oh, yeah. people. Most people are going to go to the movie. They're going to get their drink. They're going to get their, they're going to get their ticket. They're going to get their popcorn and maybe some candy and maybe some other stuff. And they're going to spend like 30 to 40 bucks whenever they go to the movie. Me personally, I'm not. And if I'm sitting at, if I'm sitting at home watching that movie by myself, if I'm sitting at home watching that movie by myself, I'm not going to spend $20 to rent it. That's just, that's just my own personal preference. I can't do it. Um, but, you know, whenever it does come out regularly to rent and it's like five ninety nine or two ninety nine or three ninety nine or however much to rent it, I will definitely rent it and watch it at that point in time. Uh, watch Greyhound on Friday. I would have paid, I, no, I can't say I would have paid the $20 to rent Greyhound and watch it. I, in fact, I was actually ready to pay $20 to watch Greyhound and watch it. As we know, it's exclusively on Apple Plus right now. Now, yeah, whenever you get I, around that. I've got, or I'm sorry, not Apple Plus, but Apple TV. I've actually got Apple TV because whenever you buy an Apple product, you get an Apple TV subscription free for a year. So I have Apple TV right now because of that, because I bought an iPad last year, you know? And, uh, so I, I, I logged, I went on to that and I was clearly, I was ready to pay the $20 to watch Greyhound. I had no problem paying the $20 to watch that one because A, it's about World War II. B, it's yeah. a naval battle in World War II. And yeah. C, it's got Tam- Tom Hanks in it. Like, oh, those three things together, I will gladly pay 20 bucks for. Like, I've got no problem f- with any of that stuff. And so I was like, all right, cool. Here we go. Let's watch this. And so I go to watch it, and it's completely, totally free on Apple TV to watch. Like, you don't have to pay the $20 to rent it, which oh, okay. that kind of, like, surprised me because whenever this first came out, it was supposed to be a theatrical release. Uh, and, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if Apple bought it from whoever because there was like, there was like quite a few, uh, studios with their things tagged on to the beginning of it. But I do know that, uh, Tom Hanks is one of the screenwriters on it. Uh, one of the screenplay writers. Uh, it's directed by Aaron Schneider. I've never heard of him before. I'm not sure what else he's done. Uh, <clears throat> Let's see here. He did Two Soldiers in 2003, Get Low in 2009, Deep Rising in 1998, End of the Storm in 2014. 
uh yeah that's that's basically the list like not not a a, a a whole long list of you know stuff that you might have heard of or whatever but and then tom hanks is of course uh he's basically the lead he plays this uh captain kraus and i can't remember what book it was that was uh that it was based on because i know that i text y'all afterwards and said hey we need to read this uh but it's in our yeah, messages i, I have to I look that up <clears throat> i'm gonna look it up right now i'm going into our messages right now and i'm looking at it to see what it was um uh let's see here oh the good shepherd because okay. actually, actually, it says, "Okay, we got to read the Good Shepherd." It's the novel that Greyhound is based on. So, I, you know, obviously, oh, it's by at the C. end, C.S. Forrester. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, Greyhound, Greyhound, it's it's pretty short, dude, for a movie that's just released. You know, where I'd say the average movie nowadays seems to run somewhere in the range of about two hours, right? Maybe yeah. two hours, maybe a little bit longer, maybe maybe a little bit shy of two hours, but somewhere in that hour and fifty to two hour range is what seems like most movies run nowadays. Uh, Greyhound was like an hour and thirty minutes, really? you know, hour and thir- hour and thirty minutes and some change. So like an hour and thirty nine minutes, an hour and thirty five minutes, somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly what it was. So it's pretty short, but with it being, you know. As I say short, and I'm doing the air quotes, of course you can't, guys can't see that, but I'm doing the air quotes of saying short. Uh, so it's pretty short in terms of movies today. Um, but you know, it, it, it starts and it's, it's boom, man, you're thrown right into it. And it's basically from the moment the movie starts, five minutes after it starts, you're on the edge of your seat, you know, and it's, it's, yeah. it gives, it gives you a, uh, it gives you an idea of you know it says that you know from one point <clears throat> during world war ii whenever they were running the uh, supply ships over to england to resupply the allied forces in the eto uh european theater operations whenever they were running the, the supply ships to resupply the, the allied forces in the eto during world war ii they had you know we didn't have air coverage that could fly that entire difference uh, distance yeah. So what they would, whenever they would transport the airplanes over there, they would have to do a hopscotch, you know, be up to like Newfoundland and then over to Iceland and from Iceland over to England and then England yeah. over to France and blah, 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 blah. It was a hopscotch across the Atlantic, basically. So, oh, wow. I just kind of peaked myself there. So anyways, at, after a certain point, they, uh, they, what? the, the, Peaked. I, I peaked. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, I, I peaked, peaked my limiter. It sounded, like, it sounded like you said something else. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I, I peaked my. I, peaked, I I got too close to the mic and got too loud. Basically, is what I was saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I. So after a certain point, the air coverage couldn't cover them anymore, and the air coverage has to circle back and go back to base. Now they called that the the uh the the pit the black pit so there was no coverage and that's where the u-boats would attack these these uh yeah wolf packs you know that's what they referred to themselves as is the wolf packs and so oh. yeah man it's it's all about as soon as they get past that air coverage zone boom the wolf pack is on them and it's it's just non-stop it's oh my goodness man it's such a freaking awesome movie i enjoyed the crap out of it i'm gonna watch it again tonight 
So I've got probably like two movies on my list that I'm going to watch tonight, but I'm definitely watching Greyhound again. Tom Hanks does a phenomenal job. The entire uh, cast, I thought, did a great job. Uh, and there's the only other person I can really think of that, like, I would say is really notable is Elizabeth Shue. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been in quite a few things. And uh, Stephen Graham. And uh, Stephen Graham, he's uh, he was in This Is England... He played a dude, a, a very no-name kind of character in Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not sure which one that was. He was in Snatch. <clears throat> he was one of the detectives. He was Tommy oh, in Snatch, okay. one of the detectives in Snatch. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'd actually seen him in This Is England. He plays like a white supremacist in in, in This Is England. Uh, which, if you haven't seen that, it's actually a pretty good movie, man. Funny uh, thing is that that popped up on my popped up as something to watch on Amazon. I wasn't sure oh, yeah. what it was because I was going through a lot of different things. And how, you know how you can go down the rabbit hole of, well, if you like this movie, people that like this watch this, and then you can go down, well, if you, you recognize something that might look good, so you look at it, and then it goes, <clears throat> that came up. And I also found Tim Roth's first uh, movie oh, that really? he was ever in back when he was a teenager, and he's a white supremacist also. I mean, he's got the oh, really? swastika tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. Um, it, it's called Made in England, I want to say. Uh, I've got just because I love Tim Roth as an actor ever since you know, yeah, uh, <clears throat> everything he's been in, you know. Oh yeah, um, I, 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 I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out because I watched the trailer and he's like, oh, what a little jerk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is this is England as a young boy becomes friends with a gang of skinheads. Friends soon yeah. become like family. And relationships will be pushed to the very limit. It's a really good like movie. A, I, I enjoyed it. Like uh, it's been a American long time since so I've seen X. it. Uh, basically, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. yes. Uh, <clears throat> um, but man, getting back to Greyhound, like some of the CGI that was in that movie, like I, it, some of the stuff that they did, it makes me wonder if they didn't actually go out and get some old World War II, some, some Fletcher class destroyers and actually sail them around in the, in the Atlantic for a little bit to get some of the footage that they shot because some of the footage that, 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 that they have in that, I'm, I don't know if it's CGI or if they actually, like I said, if they actually went and got some Fletcher class destroyers and sailed them around to get some of the shots they got. But some of the shots they got look absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but it, like, like I said, man, it's, it's nonstop from the point that it starts to the point that it ends that it just, it does not quit. You're on, it's very intense and it's, it's, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. It, it's, it's one of those movies that I was basically waiting for it to be released. And so whenever I saw that it was coming out on Apple TV, I couldn't wait. And so it released on Friday. And so you can guarantee that I watched it on Friday, you know, um, excellent movie though man I, i'm i'm ready to watch it again tonight <clears throat> i just wish that it was one of those that i could actually see in the movie theater just because yeah that's just for and the, that's, the immensity of it just for the immensity of it just because like i've got a pretty good sound system here at the house that i've that i've got set up with my my tv that i've got that you know is a good picture and all like this type of stuff but i something about <clears throat> getting to go see it on that giant screen at the movie theater and getting to be blasted by those speakers at the movie theaters it's a different it's a different animal man and i don't have you know eighteen thousand dollars to spend on a home theater system but you know what i've got is decent 
So, but I would, I just something about it. Like, so if the, after, after, you know, the coronavirus is under control and we've got a handle on it, maybe there's a vaccine or something like that. And some of these movies, they decide to go ahead and release in theaters, like say Greyhound or something like that. Yeah. I would totally go pay the money to go see Greyhound in the theater. Oh, yeah. Whenever, yeah. if it, if it ever got a theatrical release, just because that's, that's how much I, I enjoyed it. And like I said, it's, I can't really, I don't want to give you too much because I don't want to spoil anything from it, but it's definitely one of those that, that you need to, need to check out. If anything, just go and sign up for Apple TV for their, I think they give you like a free week trial and sign up for Apple TV that. for the free week, watch Greyhound. And then if you either like, I'd say watch Greyhound and watch, uh, Mythic Quest, a little, uh, TV show that they have on there that they, that's okay. an Apple TV show. Absolutely freaking hilarious. It's about a, uh, it's about a, uh, MMO developer, uh, group or whatever, you oh. know, uh, MMO game that they, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just absolutely freaking hilarious. I dig it. It's, it's kind of the, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia style of humor, but with like yeah. computer programming and stuff like that, basically. So, cool. <clears throat> uh, but I think yeah. that's going to, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I think that's going to wind us down, man, because. We're we're at the hour mark and my butt's kind of hurting. So yeah, yeah. I will say and one I know, quick thing. C.S. Forster, when you said he wrote the book, The Good Shepherd, I'm like C.S. Forster. I know that for a reason. So I looked up. I mean, that's what he kind of did is write books about naval warfare. He had a book. I read a couple of them a long time ago. Um, oh really? It's a twelve book series about a, a Royal Navy officer during the Napoleonic Wars. It's oh, cool. Horatio Hornblower series. I've oh. read at least two or maybe three of those, and they're really good. I've heard so, of the and, character before. And, yeah, and he wrote this, The Good Shepherd, in 19... I think it was the last published book he ever did. Okay. And so he was a... I mean, he worked for, I think, British intelligence and stuff during the war. So I, I, he's a... He's a, he's a, I'm pretty sure he, he knew what he was talking yeah. about when he, when he did. I was going to say, I don't know if Greyhound is an actual ship. I don't know how much of the story is true, but I want to say that most of the, uh, accounts and stuff like that, I think most of the accounts in the, in the movie are true. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Uh, but you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's based on a true story type thing to where it's like, there's a little bit of truth in here. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we do some Hollywood in there because we got to church it up and make it exciting. But yeah, man, it was, it was definitely, it's definitely great. I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm ready to watch it again. <clears throat> uh, but you know, as, as they say, all good things must come to an end. And since we're ending, I'm going to tell you to go by www.nerdylegion.com slash audible. Sign up for your one free month and one free book. You can get the Good Shepherd if you watch uh uh Greyhound, or you yeah. can get the new Dresden book that comes out this next week. I think it's Tuesday that it comes out on. Man, I've got my pre order done. <sighs> yeah, this is gonna show. Up. <clears throat> yeah, my pre order is done. All I got to do is download it. I, I'm not I'm not up to it yet, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna get up to it. I might I might go ahead and finish out the series and then start it. It just depends on how antsy i am to 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 start peace talks whenever it releases we'll see we'll see um i'll probably go ahead and start it because I, i'm gonna want to probably talk about it with people and stuff like that and and yeah. that's just how it goes and i'm afraid i'm so terrified that whenever something like that comes out that 
people are going to spoil books for me and stuff, and then I'll just want to rip their eyeballs out and stuff like that. So, uh, but anyways, you can you can get that with your Audible. Uh, you don't have to keep the subscription, but you get to keep the book. And as we always say, man, you're just going to keep the subscription. So just go buy, sign up, and you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. While you're doing it, go buy, rate us, write a review because you know. We, we, we work hard at this. Not really, but we, you know, we enjoy it. And the best way to get us noticed by other people to listen is by you leaving us a favorable review. Just remember, please be kind. We like five stars. Yes. Uh, while you're at it, go by and, uh, follow us on Twitter. This, uh, two BT show on Twitter. That's the number two BT show on Twitter, or you can email us. At, uh, 2BTshow at gmail.com. That's the number 2BTshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, even though I haven't checked the email in a really long time. But then again, we, we've been, our recording schedule's been pretty sporadic, but Michael works a lot. There's a crazy death virus going on. Uh, just all sorts of stuff, man. <clears throat> We're going to try to be more, I, I don't know. I want to try to be more, uh, regular with our recording schedule it just depends on if we can let's put it that way yeah. uh because i like i said i know i know you work a whole lot this time of year so it's just it just happens man yeah i'm already on my fourth book in the expanse that's that's 80 hours holy crap <laughs> I have finished um i should have it finished in time to start peace talks yeah, and you just started, you just restarted the expanse, what, like last week or week before, I mean, I think. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, two weeks ago, yeah, and I also, uh, I've also read two other books on Audible, <laughs> uh, a book called, uh, the, the movie True Grit is based on. I read uh, oh, yeah. that book. It's good. It's easy. <clears throat> it's, it's a short one. And then there was another one called, uh, <clears throat> oh God, Nickelback Mountain. Not Nickelback. Oh, okay. Mountain. Yeah, Nickelback Mountain. All right. Still, either way, that's that's a lot of wheel time, man. That's a lot of wheel time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Long days, brother. Long days. Oh, yeah. Oh, with that being said, I'm David. I'm Michael. 2BT. Signing off. Audio. Audio. I was too early with the audios. Ah, you were. Fayo con Diaz. So it goes. I don't know what that was. All right, I'm really That's hitting awesome. stop now. That's awesome. Yeah, I know, right? I know. I'm going to have to keep doing that. Down, frag, rock, bump, bump. <laughs> <laughs>
Pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. NerdyLegion.com.